Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn and with me today we have the long-awaited return. It's your girl Pinky. Of Pinky. How you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm real good. It's been a while. I know. Well you called me out of the blue. You're like, hey, you uh, you want to have a cigar? And I'm like, yes. And I need somebody to come on Friday's show. So this works out <laughs> Let's get back really in the well. Game. <laughs> so this works out well. So what the hell have you been up to? Oh, uh, nothing. Yeah? <laughs> you don't believe that for one second, Not in the least. <laughs> Not in the least. I know at least the beginning portion of the year was very busy for you. And we can so get I, into I that was gonna later say, I feel like we, we at to. some point need to explain. Yeah. Well, why don't we get the cigars going first? Okay. Why don't we do that? Sounds good. So first, let me move my cool beverage. And uh, talk about the cigars. So I am smoking the, um, let me bring up my notes here. I was ill-prepared. I am smoking the EP Carrillo Pledge in the Sojourn size. It is a 6x52 Toro featuring a USA Connecticut Habano wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And according to Cigars Daily, uh, this full-strength cigar has bold notes of cedar, cocoa, leather, earth, and espresso. How do people know that something tastes like leather? They sit around and suck on their belt. <laughs> I I really don't know. I mean, I'm just not sure I would describe anything as I mean, having a hint of leather. I think it's more of a, a t- I don't know. I would say, imagine it's more of a textural thing. Like, kind of like, uh, you oh, know. Oh, from after I lick my couch. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, if maybe you get a piece of steak that's just like a little overdone and oh, it's kind of... Okay. A little kind tough. Of, a little chewy. A little that, le- that I can relate to. A little leathery, to. you know, you know kind I of thing. So, yeah, you know, I mean. That band is beautiful on your cigar. Yeah, this cigar actually won Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado in 2020. Wow. And it is very elaborate. That's beautiful. Um, I have not tried his newest one, the Allegiance, yet. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I'll get I'll get to it at some point. And then you are smoking. The Drew Estate Rocky Patel partnered Java. The Java Red. <laughs> And according to what I find online, it smells so good. It doesn't tell me about the makeup of the cigar, but it does say that it has best aged Nicaraguan tobaccos concealed within a lush dark brown wrapper, and it includes scrumptious hints of cherry plus some creamy dark cocoa to its core coffee flavor for a splendid dessert style smoke. Made to pair with a variety of wines, cordials, and hot and cold beverages, this rewarding rocky smoke is also quite delicious on its own. Well, shoot, if I would have been better prepared, I would have had a, a drink out you here. You could have paired. You could have paired with a, with a cordial or it something along wonderful. those natures. I don't think I've smoked it before. Well, we're about to find out. So why don't we go ahead and prep to cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Crestwood, Missouri. Dan the Man Ponder not only carries the EP Creo Pledge, he also carries the Rocky Patel Red. So you can get both of these cigars, if you're so inclined, over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And you could chill out in his uh, lounge, or you could sit out under the 1,500 square foot covered patio on a nice day and enjoy the weather. And guys, um, this episode will drop on Friday the 9th, um, Saturday the 10th. 
if you are in the St. Louis area and are so inclined, Dan is having a little impromptu customer barbecue competition. It's going to be, I believe, four teams out there competing and uh, cooking up some really awesome food in the parking lot. So if you're in the Crestwood area and you want to grab a smoke and have some uh, barbecue, swing on by Riverman Cigar Company. I think that kicks off right around noon. So you can uh, get in on the fun. But uh, if you're not in the St. Louis area and you still want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, you can give Dan a call. He does uh, mail order, so you can order your cigars, get them shipped to you right away. It's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. Well, you cut mine. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> I don't think it's going to fit. Are you like Jeff here? You're I don't like, think you it's going to fit in my cutter. Oh, it's... okay. All right. I get what you're... I, I understand what you're saying, so... All right, take care of mine real quick there. Yeah, see, and I've got a nice cutter that my husband bought me, but it's not that. Okay. I don't see it's it. It's the Calibri Deep V. It, I'm telling you, would not. I tried it. We do have good. a very beefy uh, Java Red here. So, um, what better way to get back in the podcast cigar game than with? Man, I told you. Got a flat cap to it. I can do it with the straight cut side. I mean, I have this cutter, but it also... But Oh, man, but it doesn't fit in the DV side. What is that little noise? You hearing like a yeah humming thing going on there? What the hell is that? What is that? That's not the birds chirping, I'll tell you that. No, it's not. It's like a little humming noise there. Sorry, guys. A little technical difficulty there. I'm hearing like a weird noise and trying to make sure that it's not like, I don't know, something that's going to negatively impact me when I'm sitting and editing this thing later. I think it's good. There it goes. I don't hear it. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've fixed the noise, I'm going to attempt to straight cut yours because that's just going to be the way that it goes. That's pretty good. So. Hey, thanks, bud. Try it. You might want to, uh, might want to give that a little saliva there just to. Make sure that nothing split. But anyway, I would say fillet the cigar, but that feels rude. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> As you're flipping me off, no less. <laughs> so she's flipping me off, guys. You can't see it on the camera, but I swear she's flipping me off. So anyway, I'm going to do a cold draw on my EP Creo Pledge. What are you getting on here? Ah. See, just like that. I had a little slight wrapper see? thing going on there. Did you apply saliva? I, I did not. I didn't take your own advice. I didn't. I, see I how thought this goes. that. Uh, Tell well, me how to do my job, but well, you're not doing yours. I thought that mine was better cut, <laughs> but I thought mine was cut better, but evidently not. Um, hi, we got puppy dog. We got puppy dog. Puppy dog needs to go. I don't know what puppy dog. Hi, puppy dog. Hi. We got a dog. Anyway, I'm getting uh, nice coffee and uh, coffee and cocoa notes. The cocoa notes are very prevalent on the EP Creo Pledge here. And, uh, you know, whatnot. And I think uh, Pinky is handling the puppy situation. So we're going to just keep on keeping on. So I'm going to go ahead and light my cigar while she does that. And puppy had to take a poopy. And it's okay. No big deal. Got to deal with the puppy. No big deal at all. Got to deal with the puppy. When the puppy's got a poopy, you got to let the <laughs> puppy poopy. 
Reminds me of this meme that I keep seeing floating around. It's like, you know, every pee-pee time is a pee-pee time, but not every... Or no, wait, what was it? Not every pee-pee time is a poo-poo time, but every poo-poo time is a pee-pee time. <laughs> so glad I'm back and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the quality of entertainment people come to expect from my show. So anyway, um, did you do a cold draw on yours? I know you were distracted. I started and then... Got totally distracted. Well, what do you, what do you, what do you, well, you're lighting up, so. Oh, that's good. I like that. Ironically, given the flavor makeup of that cigar, I'm going to tell you, I don't think you have a full cherry going on the end of that. It looks like it's not quite lit, maybe on the one part. Just giving peace. Again, are you telling me how to do no, my I'm job? No, I'm giving you friendly advice. <laughs> I just don't want it to burn unevenly for you. That's all. I appreciate I that. I think you're, you know, but anyway, there you go. Much better. See? All right. Now, now that we have cigars going and we can enjoy those while we converse, what's been going on? Well, I feel like we should address the fact that I haven't been here in a while. You haven't been here in a while. And it is, I just feel like we need to put out there, it's not because anything between you and me. That's good. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, there's enough rumors going around all over the place regarding other things. I need as as little speculation as possible. Yeah. 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 So, no. Um, No. So, I appreciate your patience (laughs) with me because I sort of left you hanging. It's okay. Because. Yeah. We did start the Pinky's Fun Fact segment. And then I immediately was literally the next week you were like, I can't do this. I can't do this. So, Uh, so (laughs) I was up. You know this, Nick. I was up for a huge promotion at work. Yep. And um, I'm the type of personality that I'm I'm in it to win it, mm-hmm. and I get hyper focused on things, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of work. And this isn't so. How do I say this? In my industry, I'm pretty visible. Yes. And um, I really wanted. And hanging out with us job. doing dick and fart jokes probably was not the best thing. At the time to be... Uh, well, it wasn't so much that. It was just more... I knew... Like, I had to pull my portfolio together. Yeah. Like, I had... And this is not... You don't a, want to include sound clips from here? <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> I just didn't... I got a few that we could include. No. <laughs> You've got a soundboard <laughs> of sound clips that I hope never see the, the light of day. I do indeed have a few. Oh. Um, so, I just knew it was going to be a lot of work. And knowing my personality, I needed no distractions. Gotcha. And uh, so, uh, and this was not a job where, you know, the company announces the job and you interview and two weeks later they yeah. announce, you know, who the best candidate is. This was months and months of jockeying and... Um, well, and additionally, um, you know, we've talked on here before, you know, you have... Um, uh, some family obligations, you know, baseball sure. type stuff, yeah. you know, sports and yeah. things. So that takes up a lot of time, a ton of time. as well. And so, in know, this, there's all kinds of stuff going on. In this time I was wanting this promotion, like it required a lot of travel. Yeah. I was gone a lot. I was spending tons of time away from my family. So when the opportunity came up, I shut down everything. You, you decided to hang out with Javier instead of coming and hanging out with me. This I see how true. it is. This is true. This is true. Yeah, That's okay. but you know, from no, just knowing I, me, like my social life, I h- shut it down. Hundred percent understand. Like I was, I was no fun pinky. All for I'm saying is the listeners have been asking, and um, you know, they were speculating, but now, now you're back and all is well. Put it all to rest. And we're having. a But cigar. the good news is, did I get the job? 
you did get the I job. I got the job. You did get the job. <laughs> and that's what matters. And it feels amazing. That's so. what matters. So. Yeah. One thing. So getting into so it. So I'm glad to be back. Okay. Well, now that we've addressed that elephant in the room, um, I have something that I want to discuss. And you and I, we briefly touched on it earlier in conversation. I brought it up to you just to see if you even knew what it was. And you kind of I've heard barely about it. heard about it. But uh, there are examples that I think we need to, uh, to uh, you know, address. And this is not the, that would not be the site that I want. Um, um, anyway, we were discussing the Mandela effect. Which I've heard about, but could not verbalize or communicate okay. what it is. So the Mandela effect, just to um, key everybody in here, it's a phenomenon where people collectively misremember events, historical facts, and other pop culture moments. And it was named by a paranormal researcher who wrongly recalled that the late South African president, Nelson Mandela, had died in the 1980s after his imprisonment, when in fact he, was, he passed in 2013. Isn't you that know? crazy? Yeah. I mean, everybody thinks he died in prison. In reality, he got he out died, and right. he died like 2013. So we collectively misrem- misremember things. And there's some things that, you know, get brought up quite a bit. Um, so I'm going to go through some of these. I'm just going to ask you. Oh, great. You know, what you, which way you... Can we preface this with, in general, outside of this collective community misremembering, I do not have a great memory. <laughs> Well, and I know that you're not much into like pop culture kind of stuff. Like the Villager Entertainment Report is going to be interesting. Let me tell you, folks. But anyway, we'll see how that um, goes. But yeah, you know. So we'll 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 see. We'll okay, figure hit this me. Out. So like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Is it Jif or Jiffy peanut butter? Um, Jiffy. But I had. Is it? No, it's Jif. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. People swear there was a Jiffy peanut butter back in the day, but when but it's Jif, it's Jif. and we're combining it with Skippy, Skippy oh, peanut butter. Interesting. So mentally, we make it Jiffy. Jiffy. But there was also Jiffy Pop, popcorn. which was the popcorn. Yeah. So you know, whatever. Wow. So there's one. Okay. Over oh, one. Next. Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. The cartoons. Uh huh. How do you spell tunes? Is it T U N E S? Well, that's the proper way of spelling it, but is that how you're saying it's spelled in this case? Yes. Okay. Lots of people, you're correct, by the way, but a lot of people misremember it as Looney Tunes, T-O-O-N-S. That's not even how I would spell it if I spelled it wrong. But if you look at the like little graphic, graphic here, it looks kind of right. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. kind of a weird thing. Um, we already discussed this one, but we'll go over it. The Berenstein Bears or the Berenstain Bears. See, Berenstein. Yeah. I've never Everybody heard remembers it. it as Berenstein, but it's actually the Berenstain Stain? Bears. That's weird. Yep. Spelled with an A. Just I had keep... to Google that just to make sure All right. it was right. So here's one. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture. I want you to tell me which one is correct. Um, I feel like I'm in a trivia night. Does I'm Curious gonna... George have a tail or does he not have a tail? Oh, I'm going to say he has a tail, but it's shorter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess Curious he does George not does not have, have a, a tail. tail. Wow. He does not have a tail. 
I could re- I vaguely remember stories where he was using his tail to get out of like stuff like as a monkey would, you know, and whatnot. But apparently, no. Curious George does not have a tail. Um, I love how significant these things are. <laughs> Cartoons, logos. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's so, all based on a very significant world leader. and we're <laughs> But we apply it to superficial. What's marketing. a famous bologna? What uh, is a famous brand of bologna? Uh, they also make hot dogs, various other meat products. I, I'm blanking. They have a wiener mobile. Uh, Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer? How is it spelled? Oh. Uh, um, Think of the song. Oh. I <laughs> <laughs> You're making a lot of assumptions with that. I don't know. So everybody thinks that it's M-E-Y-E-R. Oscar Mayer, right? But you're right. It's Oscar Mayer with an A. Oh, see, no, I would have it's said. It's Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer, M-E-I-E-R or something like that. I was way you're, off. You're even wrong in way terms off. of that. But yeah, that reminds no. me of that Dumb and Dumber. Slippy? Slappy? Samsonite. I was way <laughs> You have the most random pop culture references that you will make. And then there's like other things that it's like you're like, I don't know I that. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. Um, The shoes. Skechers? Yes. S- I know this. It doesn't have the T-C-H. It's S-K-E. It's just Skechers. K-E-R-S or whatever. It's uh, There's just no T. Yeah. It's S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S. Oh, yeah. God. Wow. Yeah, I was yeah. like triple wrong on that. I knew it wasn't Skechers because I literally Googled it the other day and could not bring it up. Now, Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. How do you spell Fruit Loops? L- okay, Fruit, F-R-U-I-T, Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Oh, stop. Would it blow your mind if I told you that fruit was actually spelled with two O's? Oh. Boom. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> I mean, seeing it now, yes. Yeah. But in recalling it. Mandela effect. Oh. Um, does the Monopoly man have a monocle? Yes. He does not. What? He does not have a monocle. Who does? Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Wait, why would we no clue combine? No clue. But the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle. Good. I'm questioning everything now. Let me ask you another one. I don't know how familiar you might be familiar with, you know, having a son and all. So, like, which one's correct? The one with the black tail. Pikachu has yes. black on his tail, you're yes. saying? Yes. You're saying he's got black on his tail? Yes. You sure of that? Yes. Though many of us clearly remember black detailing on the Jesus. Pokemon character's tail, in reality, it's just yellow. Well, that's boring. There's no black on Pikachu's tail. Now, I call bullshit there because I remember black on Pikachu's tail. Obviously, I'm misremembering, at least according to this, but... Who puts yeah. this... What if they're wrong? Good housekeeping. <laughs> well, for real? Swear to God. Oh, so they've got their own seal of approval? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Is wow. there a hyphen in Kit Kat? Like the candy bar? No. You're right. Now, this is one that blew my mind. Think of the Fruit of the Loom logo. Okay. Is there a cornucopia behind the fruit? Yes. There is not. not? Good but Lord. I sw- but like, here's the thing. I'm going to show you the images It's going to look totally wrong, right? It now looks... 
Oh no, it looks no. right. I, 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 I'm telling you, I think there was a cornucopia. I think they changed it. I do. I think they changed it. I feel like there was a cornucopia behind the fruit of the fruit of the loom. Wow. Yep. Um, you're not gonna know that one. You're not a big Star Wars person. Nope. Um. Yeah. These are all. Okay, here's one that you might know. The color chartreuse. What color is it? Purple? Am I way off? Chartreuse is, in fact, a shade of green. What? I could have swore it was like a magenta or a yeah, pinkish color. That's... Nope. It's green. Chartreuse is green. Says who? According to Good Housekeeping. Okay, aside from Good Housekeeping. I'm just saying. Yep. Um, these are all like quotes from movies that <laughs> you're, like, Pinky you're never going to know. know I was going to say, you're never going to know that. Never going to know that. What about like historical events or like facts? Um. Because is this Mandela effect based on fact, like based on a historical event, but now we only really remember it as visual misrepresentations? So, okay. Here's this. Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. During the 1989 Tiananmen Square pro uh, protest, recollections of the event vary. Some say the unidentified man known as Tank Man was run over and killed. But other videos show him un unharmed. Oh, I... I could have swore he got run over and killed, but... I what have I no recollection. Um, a lot of people think that Neil Armstrong died, but, you know... Is he still alive? Or, or I'm sorry, they, they have no recollection of his death. They forgot that he died in August of 2012. Oh. Um, do, 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 do. Mother Teresa. Was mm -hmm. she canonized? No. So. I don't know. She was canonized in 2016, but people remember her entering St. Hood in 1990s when she was still alive, which is not even close to crap. I mean, you can't be a saint when you're even alive. Right. So, I mean, whatever, but. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, a lot of these are, a lot of these are, are, uh, are a lot of pop culture things. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, here's one for the nerds in the group. You're not going to know this, but, uh, did they ever actually say Scotty beam us up in Star Trek? No, they said Scotty beam me up. Well, no, they, they never said beam, beam me up, Scotty. They never said beam me up, Scotty. Actually, he Shatner never said those exact words. The closest he got was Scotty beam us up in Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. They said various other things like three to beam up or whatever, but they never actually said beam us up, Scotty. Oh. So yeah, that's the Mandela effect. That was probably a little more boring than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, here's. I think we should play this again in ten years because I See think with the internet and the. The mm -hmm. proliferation of the idea of misinformation or false information. Oh, I think the other big issue. We'll have even more trouble recalling. Well, yeah, because you've got AI out there creating fake videos and shit, too. So we'll yes. all swear something was real yes. when in reality yes. it was just an AI deep fake. Yes. You know, so. That is very worrisome. It should be. It should be. Anyway, so that's that. Well, um, yeah, that was, that was. It was maybe a swing and a miss on my part, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're trying. We're trying here. So what are you getting on the cigar? 
It's very good. You liking it? Yeah. Definitely taste the, the cocoa and the, the cherry. Okay. Mm. See, I like the Java Mint because that's the one that tastes like a Girl I Scout Thin Mint cookie. also love the Java Mint. I actually have one of those in my travel humidor right there. You holding out on me? I, that was for me. I didn't realize that I was going to So, gonna Javier. I mean, I guess I could give it to you, but, you know. After, um... After I got the promotion, Javier took me on a surprise lake house trip mm-hmm. and gave me three Shit. or four. Did you ash? I party foul. Good lo- not the first time you've done that today, by the way. No, it's not. Yeah, we can talk about that in a minute, too. He took me on a trip and um, bought me three cigars, and one of them was that one, the mint. It's a good one. Job. Oh, so good. It's a good one. So good. Girl Scouts ought to, well... That probably <laughs> Girl Scouts on never mind. Cigar. I would say that probably <laughs> would be inappropriate, but um, yeah, no. So you're right. This isn't the first time I've nuked myself today. So earlier today, I was driving and uh, I had lit up a. I was in the process of lighting up a cigar, and I had gone the way I light my cigar. For those of you who aren't on the YouTubes and maybe don't see it, or if you're on the YouTubes and you just don't pay attention, I go around the outside. Then I torch the middle of it for a minute, and that's when I then put it to you know the mouth, and I you know draw in as I'm I've got it in the flame, and I Keep turn doing it that and action. whatever. This is very entertaining. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's gifts of me doing other things, and I just you know whatever. Anyway, um, and so uh, I had finished torching the out or uh, roasting the outside of the or toasting, I should say, the outside of the edge and the the middle, and I was getting ready to really get the cigar lit up and i just my hand i just fumbled and i dropped the cigar it hit my arm and then landed in my lap before it then rolled onto the floor of my car and um to say i was more than a little petrified of the fact that a you know half-lit cigar just landed in my lap was more it it was it was terrifying for a minute i mean you know gonna have a little ptsd yeah i mean that of anywhere for me to burn Right. You know, it's not. Nah. And there's not a lot of room, so, in the car. No, When you're no. sitting there, it's. So, that's why it ended up on the floorboard, because that was where, I mean, it's where it was, the impulse to get it off there. That was land. the best place. So, but I still smoked it, you know. It didn't crack or anything. It was good. It was actually my first EP Creo of the day. It was an EP Creo uh, Inch, Nicaragua. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, why don't we now go ahead and, um, you know what, we're going to do this. It's only going to be you because I already did it in the last episode, but um, we'll do this real quick now just so that you can uh, you can discuss this. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. And like I said, I already did mine on Tuesday uh, with Noah's, but uh, you brought this up and I'm going to let you do it. You have been smoking some things photos. lately. I have. So just because I haven't been on the show does not mean I have not been mm-hmm. enjoying it while I can, uh, when I can. So I had something new to me. Stand by. Sorry. I feel like you. I should have been prepared. <laughs> Ooh, a little spice <laughs> yeah, right? on the retro. <laughs> little, okay, so. Wow, a little spice on the retro hair there. Friday, I had uh, a Rocky Patel um, Vintage 2003 Cameroon. Okay. That was really good. I li- Is a blue band? Blue band. Yeah, yeah. I like that cigar. Yes. Yeah. I think that, that was, was in a uh, My Monthly Cigars box one time, and I, I did enjoy that one. I'm at the point. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm being gifted a lot of cigars, except that I am, where I don't remember 
how I came into most of the cigars that happens that I have. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, if somebody gave it to me and they're listening, um, I enjoyed it very much. And I thank you, <laughs> um, for that. And then, um, the other day, uh, well, my, the other two I smoked were my usual. So I had a, a factory smoke Drew estate. That's like my, the red one. Yeah. Yeah. The red, red and black band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's like my Travis at the Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash. He really likes that one a lot. He that's smokes my the hell out of that. That's uh, and then, mm, well, and then um, two before that was uh, not the Crazy Alice. What's the other one? Not Fat Bob uh, and Betty. Jane. Sweet Jane. Sweet Jane. Sweet Jane. Gotcha. Well, there you go. So those are three. Okay. So here's a here's what I appreciate. When I'm gifted cigars, that's really the only way I smoke a variety because I am a big believer in not suffering from decision fatigue. So when <laughs> given the opportunity, I just go back to the same. Mm-hmm. I do that in things other than cigar smoking. Oh, I mean, I've got a bre- I've got a breakfast place that I love for like brunch, you know. Yes. And uh, the first time I went there, I tried something, and I loved it so much that I'm trying to think. I don't think I've gotten anything, anything else, else there, any other time that I've ever gone. And don't get me wrong, I've seen other things go by that I think look really good, but when it comes time to make that decision, I'm like, screw it, I'm going to get the exactly. thing that I yes. like, right? You know? Yeah. And I do. And if someone else would order for me. I, 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 you're going to get a sound clip out of this. I'll eat anything. <laughs> like I, I'm literally, I'm not picky. I love food. I love flavor. So, but I'll, I'll get the same thing every time I go to restaurants. Interesting. Here's something I smoked. I don't even know what this is. Can you tell what that is? I don't know. Hang on. Hang on, folks. Hurting radio. What is that? The only picture I have of that. Uh, it looks like a. It looks like Partagus is printed above the eagle there on that. That was also that was gifted to me by my friend but Kevin. I don't, I don't that know. was really good. Flor de tabacos. Yeah, I don't know if I, if I'm like just making that up or if it actually is printed, but it looks like it says Partagus. So. Is that yeah. a real thing? Yeah. Okay. It's a real thing. I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I got my soundboard. Um, oh, this was a good one. Oh, man. This was a good one. Got Anyone it. over 18 is eligible to ride. There you go. <laughs> you know. So. I. Well, hang out with me. I'll teach you all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we'll let that go for now. I hope that (laughs) if I were to pass on from this life, that at the big party that I would hope people would have, Uh um, I don't need a funeral. I don't Mm. want people sitting around. I I like the celebration of life idea much more. Um, I hope that you stand at the DJ booth and play your soundboard of me. I can do that. I can do that. (laughs) You promised me that. I can do that. I'll have a nice speech put together, and I'll intermingle that accordingly and everything. It'll be great. It'll be perfect. <laughs> a, a thousand bucks t- says that you would also find, like, the perfect song to go with each of those. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. come on, I don't ride know. it, my <laughs> pony. And then you're like, you have Eight, to be 18 to, to ride. Hate to be 18 to ride. I'll teach you some things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my god. Uh, okay. No, I I think for mine, I think I want to be cremated. Same. And I want to have the ash bucket there on the table. And then I want everybody to come and I want them to all, I want a giant cigar herf. I want everybody smoking cigars. And then Oh, an ash and, and your use ash? me as the ashtray. Really? Yeah. So like I'll take up half the the urn, the other half can be for the cigars and everybody can use me as the ashtray. Okay. Well, yep. I'll make sure that happens. I think that, well, I mean, let's be real. There's a very real possibility that you're going to outlast <laughs> me, so you may have to make sure that happens. Um, anyway, you all could, right. You could go on my runs with me. You could run. Oh, <laughs> Live a little longer. You. No. Thank you. <laughs> my rule is if you see me running, something really fucked up just happened, and you should Zombie be running, apocalypse. too. Like, bear <laughs> explosion is imminent like there's all kinds of things but like if i'm running something, something. really bad is about <laughs> coming to an either end. has or will be about to go down there'll be there'll be nick running and then there'll be the pigs flying mm-hmm. <laughs> right behind mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so all right well why don't <laughs> why don't we do this we all need to live united but one must go Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terra Nova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So, okay. I'm, I'm doing this off the fly here. Oh, Lord. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. You're a very organized individual, and I think I think we're gonna have to touch on this. So, please wh- ask me about my favorite pens. One and one has to go. One must go. <laughs> one must go. Okay. Oh gosh. Evernote. Your organizer, your planner, your your oh. your book planner, or um. See, I don't know how much you use the calendar on your phone. Oh, my calendar's booked. On your phone? Oh yeah. I do both a there paper calendar and a digital okay, calendar. Okay, so then we're gonna get we're gonna say that. So digital calendar, paper planner oh. book, or Evernote. One must go. I hate you. I mean, for me this is easy because I don't really use you Evernote. Use, so You don't use a paper calendar either. I have a planner at home. I don't really use it all that much. And you would give up Evernote over that? I don't use Evernote. Oh. I like I at least use a paper planner, but like mm. I don't I don't use It would it'll it would I don't use Now you're not the only one that I know uses Evernote. My dad, he swears by Evernote. He same, loves Evernote. Same. But I you know Evernote's a weird if you don't use it, it's a weird thing to grasp initially. I remember my friend hard for hard. telling me, you need Evernote, you need Evernote. And I said, well, what do you put in there? I she tried. She said, and everything. For the life of me, I just, I couldn't get into it. No. Like, I tried it. Uh, I had a subscription for a while. And I let it go. So I went from, I don't know how I would use it. And she said, well, I use it for everything. And I'm like, well, what does everything look like? I don't even know what that means. And now I get it. Ten and a half years later, I can tell you, I literally use it for everything. Okay. Um, so it'll have to be one of the plan. It would. And your fancy paper planners. I know. That I I custom order. I know. You custom order it. You make it. 
I for your mm-hmm. specifications. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, folks, when it comes in, it's like fucking Christmas. It I mean, is. it's like it's a big damn deal in the pinky household when the planner yes. arrives. And it's a two or three day ordeal because then I have to transfer everything from my old planner into the new one. And I'm sure there's it's... multiple pens with multiple different color inks so that designates yes. various things, yes. correct? Yes. How did I guess? I know. So, so, <laughs> so yeah. But I feel like I need to. Okay, so I use the digital calendar. Mm-hmm. And that's what I rely on day to day. The only reason I still have a paper calendar is I can't look like if you called me and said, hey, let's go get drinks sometime in the next couple weeks. I dislike scrolling through the digital calendar to yeah. see what like I need that 10,000 foot view to look of, at a day and determine. Right. What, yeah. Because what happens, what I do to myself is. <laughs> You'll say, hey, what about Thursday night? Let's get together Thursday night. And I'll go, okay, so I'll just pull up Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, perfect. I don't have anything. Let's go out Thursday. Well, then that week comes, and it turns out Thursday was my only night at home. Yeah. And I didn't, and now you've just I didn't have it. it in perspective. Yeah. And so now I've just hosed myself, and I do that time and time again. So the paper calendar, I usually only use it for... Like the evening, it's weird. And I've tried getting away from the paper calendar. I've, I didn't use it for two or three years, and it was terrible. So now I maintain both. But if I had to get, I cannot get Gun rid of it. your head, one of the three I has to go. I cannot get rid of Evernote. So we're already, that's, okay. that's everything goes around. in Evernote. Everything. Um, I would have to say the paper calendar. I'd have to. Oh, man. The digital one is day to day, it's too valuable. Okay. It really, okay. It really is. I'm shocked. I really? would have thought that you would have gone with the digital, digital one. Here's the thing. If I didn't have an Apple Watch, I would ditch the digital. Okay. But my Apple Watch, I mean, I... All the reminders it's and all, whatever. everything. Yeah. The calendar, I mean, yeah. Okay. So, ooh, okay. that was good. That was good. I, See? The listeners are probably like, she's a freaking nerd. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean... <laughs> they look, could care less. I know that I'm, you're a very organized individual, and I was like trying to think of something that was like topical and relevant, and uh, yeah. So here's how I use Evernote. So you know my best friend. Uh-huh. Who, by the way, we're pretty excited about because I think we've... Yeah, at some point she's coming on the podcast. She's coming on the show. Yeah. And that will be amazing. What, she won't smoke cigars. What pot or a Pac-Man ghost is she going to name herself after? I don't know. She needs to come up with her own name because it'll be <laughs> it'll be fun. Well, what is it? Inky, Blinky, and Clyde are still available. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see her Pinky's being, Pinky's take it up. I don't see her doing any of those. Okay. Um, she's a very, first of all, she's almost like a female you. And I say that because I think you're a very, very good conversationalist. She's way more organized and way more detail oriented than I am. For sure. For <laughs> like sure. Way more than I am. But she's I I feel like I could sit down and talk to either of you about anything. I'll give you that. And you're you'll have something interesting to say. You're intellectually curious. I mean, I'm gonna say this and I say this with all respect and absolutely no criticism whatsoever. It's gonna sound like I'm maybe being critical, but I'm not. Okay. I know that when my phone rings and it's her mm-hmm and I look at the name, mentally I think, do I have an hour to an hour and a half to spend on the phone right this minute, or should I call her back when I have that time? Yep. Because I know that no matter You're what, about to get whatever quick thing she's calling me about, 
we're going to dovetail down a bunch of different rabbit holes. Yep. And before long, I will have been on the phone for an hour to an hour and a half with yep. her. Yep. Yep. She is incredibly smart. Very much so. She uh, it's just she knows a lot about a lot of things in, in the best way possible. Like she, without saying her name, because I know she'll want anonymity too. <laughs> but uh, I always ask myself, like, what would so-and-so do? Because she's just... She's All amazing. you anonymous people, I swear. I know. <laughs> I know. I get it. I, I know get you it. get it. I get I know it. I get it. So, so, anyways, I'm excited. So, my point in all of this is, she and I will get into, we send each other voice memos a lot. Yeah. Which I know you're not probably a big fan of. I send you I a- don't mind getting them. I don't, my problem when I'm, ret- when I'm, if I attempt to return it. So you got to hit forget the... that you're recording and it, yes. you think you're talking. So to like, text. I think I'm doing the voice text. So what I'll do is be like, Hey, how are you? Question mark. And then, and I, and I'm like, I don't need to fucking say question mark. It's going to automatically yeah. like, it's just me recording. And I, so I sound like a moron. So what ends up happening is I re-record the damn thing four different times. Oh. And then you're and like, I could have just, then I'm like, her. I could have just either called her or I could have just texted this yeah. out and it would have been just as, if not quicker than doing that. So. So yeah. she'll, she and I will go back and forth let, for hours on some topic, you know. So let me ask a question. Yeah. If you both are just sending voicemail. I know. Why don't we just phone call? Why don't you just pick up the phone and call and talk? Her kid and my kid say the same thing. Why don't you just call her? Yes. It's just. Why not? Because I don't always have an hour, hour and a half to talk. But you're essentially doing that through voice memo. But it's at my discretion and leisure. Okay. All right. And in fact. I'll give you that. She will send me three or four back-to-back voice memos, and I will intentionally not listen to them until I can sit down and process it. And this is where I'm circling back. I'll ever note a lot of what she says. Mm. Because she helps me a lot in my profession. Like, she's not at all related to what I do. And But she just has such good, like, context and understanding of the world. So I'll be like, hey, there's this thing coming up. How should I be thinking about this? Yeah. And off the cuff, man, she'll just give me all kinds of insights and thoughts. And, well, did you think of this? And what about this? And it's very valuable to me. So I will sit down. If I were to pull up my Evernote right now with her name, you'd, I'd probably have 200 notes in there. Okay. And it's just her thoughts on such and such. Interesting. That's how I use Evernote. Okay. And I'll screenshot and save stuff. And I will, I, a lot of people use their email inbox as like their to-do list. Right? Yeah. They'll leave something somewhat. in their inbox. Yeah. I won't. I'll clean out my inbox and I'll send stuff to Evernote if I need to save it. Okay. It is. Yeah. So I could, all of that to say, I could not, could not do without Evernote. Okay. Not even the least. Well, that has been The One Must Go. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. I thought you were going to ask me about um, fast food restaurants, but more specifically... Uh, the chicken ones, like Raising Cane's versus Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A. Ooh. That'd be a good one. Just put that in your back pocket for a future. I will say I do not do the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. What? Nope. I only do the nuggets at Chick-fil-A. 
Why? Because every single time I've ever gotten a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, I always get that grisly connector piece oh, where the two breasts come mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. And they, for whatever reason, don't fucking trim that off. And so I t- the first bite I take, it's that gray grisly connector mm-hmm. piece, and it just kills the sandwich for me right away. I could see that. If they would stop inclu- like leaving that on. If those mechanically separated chickens would do a better job of being. If they would just a- get rid of the damn connector grisly piece. <laughs> I would have a much better Chick-fil-A experience, but I don't. So I just get the nuggets. Those nuggies are good, though. They are good. Those I like are. the breakfast ones. I know. With the little biscuit things. I know. Oh, my God. So good. Man. Anyway, well, why don't we now do the Villiger Entertainment Report? And uh, I technically have a little drop for that. I'll play it, but, you know, I need to get this re-recorded, too. The Villiger. This spot is brought to you by Villiger Cigars. If you haven't tried them, you're missing out. Find yourself a Villiger Cigar. You can go to their website. And log in and find the store locator. Find out where they are. If you don't have it in your local brick and mortar, go in and ask for it. Villager Scars, they're good stuff. I like the Villager de Nicaragua. And actually, they are getting ready to drop a new uh, Villager Nicaragua cigar here in the United States here shortly. So when that comes out, I will be first in line to give that a try because I like the Villager Cigars. Um, so this is where we talk about what we've been watching on TV, movies, podcasts we're listening to, any sort of entertainment that's filling our lives these days. And I know you're not much into TV or movies. <laughs> I don't know what you got. I question why you even want me on your podcast. <laughs> I mean, this segment, I can give you that. But uh, I don't know. What have you got? Anything? Um. So... Javier and I did watch a, see, this is why I'm terrible. I watched it and now it's gone. You don't remember it? No. It was like a murder documentary thing. Okay. That's about all. There's a new documentary out about the Duggars. Okay. I would, I'm going to watch that. It's like all this behind the scenes stuff about the Duggars. Yes. I'll watch that. And part of me is kind of like. You'll watch it. But the other part of me is morbidly interested. Yeah. You know. Their lifestyle and what they built is just so different than most of us. I think it's interesting. Well, and there was a lot in of... In sort of a terribly tragic way. Fucked up yes. all kinds of stuff in the background That's there. why I think you'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, podcasts. Well, here's the thing. Aside from traveling a lot when I was working on that promotion. See, I listen to nerdy podcasts. Okay. So I listened to... Spice, spice listen, Yeah, right over there. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I listened to a... You retrohale and let me know how you're no, doing. No, thank you. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, that'll be the end of me. <laughs> then you'll be playing those sound clips at my funeral mm-hmm. before you know it. <laughs> you hacking up along. This is why we're here, folks. I listened to a Mel Robbins podcast. She's a motivational speaker type person. Okay. Specifically on how to not give a shit. There you go. That's an interesting topic right there. The number one. So she had four. So what, what kind of tips as to how to not give a shit? The number have? one thing was to start by caring too much. Okay. And in doing that, you'll sort of realize how stupid it is. I can see how you've fallen into that yes. trap in the past. <laughs> yeah. I'm really trying not to. I used to. Somehow or another, I just discovered my own way of not giving a shit. You didn't need a podcast to tell I you how to I, not? No, yeah. I think I just kind of like stopped one day. <laughs> well, you did. And eight, now it's like, whatever. You did eight years of public service, so that probably had something yeah, that helps a to lot. do with it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it was... There's a couple of things that probably helped me to not <laughs> stop, stop giving a shit. But anyway. Uh, you know, and what's funny is I don't remember the other three. I just remember the one, the first one that was, just care a lot. Care a lot, and then you'll realize how exhausting and irrelevant I would, so much of what you care about is yeah. not helpful. Well, I would think also, too, you just got to like start to put it into perspective of what you can actually That's what I'm trying impact to do. and, That's and what I'm deal trying with. To do. It's yep. like if you are a, a cog in the machine and your role in this is very small, put in the effort that your role dictates. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, if you're a, a, a large component of it, then obviously you have to deal mm-hmm. with it in a much larger way. Um, I don't know. I, you know, it's, yeah. So is your default to not give a shit and then you have to convince yourself to care more about something? Or is your default you care more than you should or more than the impact of whatever the decision is dictates and you have to walk yourself out of caring too much? That's an interesting question. And I think with you posing it to me, and I'm actually thinking about it for a moment, I think my default position is I don't give a shit and you have to convince me to give a shit. Have you always been that way? No. Okay. So you give me that's hope. That's gotten then. that way with age. You've got, you've given me hope. Yeah. Then. That's gotten that way with age. I used to care a lot more. So my challenge is I'm trying to, so my natural thing, my natural response is to care too much, regardless of, like you were saying a minute ago, my ability to impact it. Yeah. The, the level of impact, whatever this decision is, might have. Um, but because that's my innate tendency, I have to find ways to disrupt that. Yeah. And that's the challenge. I want to not, what I call level 10, or actually what Javier calls <laughs> level 10, um, things. Even simple things. Like? People will reach out to me with, a random question and it usually starts with pinky i don't know why i think you'll know this but and they'll ask me a question and then you don't know it so you feel the need to look it up bing go (laughs) the easiest thing to do well bing is a search engine (laughs) the easiest thing to do is just say dude i'm sorry i I don't don't know know. right i don't know the answer to that okay so that's what i but now you feel obligated to help find the answer for that person are you interested in finding the answer for yourself? Like, are you ir- interested in learning that See, answer yourself? Y- you might be a good therapist. Because <laughs> I feel like this is the challenge. Is may, I th- Javier thinks it comes back to me enjoy being needed. I could see that. And why... I, gen- I describe it differently, but maybe the end result is the same. I genuinely enjoy helping people. Yeah. On whatever level it looks like for them. So if you were to text me something and I don't know. You want to be helpful. I want to be helpful. But I also now you've got my curiosity peak. So then it becomes like, well, that's a great question. Well, now I have to know. See, and this is why my best friend and I get along so well. Is Uh we both have that like just intellectual curiosity we just I mean I will say <laughs> this is going to be also me admitting something so if your friend is listening she's about to learn just one of my little psychological tricks sometimes when I have a question and my plate is full and I know that I don't have the time or I'm being too lazy to You'll look it up her. myself I'll ask her 
And if she knows, great. And if she doesn't know, I know, you know she'll, she'll find I out. I know she'll look it up See? and find out. Imagine having yeah. <laughs> an entire life full of nicks yeah. then. Yeah. That's what I feel like is people will say, you know, and I mean pretty insignificant things. My family's coming into town for the weekend. Where should we go to dinner? Now, see, that's okay. With that, though. Then also. That's that's a personal opinion type situation. I would think you would be able to rattle that off the top of your head relatively quickly. There, how much how much effort and, and research are you putting into that? If I could just give two or three wonderful examples, great. But I can't. Oh, I keep a note on my phone. I keep a note on my phone of, of restaurants that I've tried that I like and restaurants that I want to try. I call it my fun day food options. Oh. And with that, if anybody ever asked me, what do you want? Or like, or what do we, where do you want to go? Or something like that. I can hit that note and it has the restaurant and it has what type of food they have behind it. And I can say, what do you feel like? You feel like X, Y, and, and you know, it's all right there. See, I would love for that to be my innate response. I'm just saying. I can, can I, the question is I'm all about, I'm all about answering a question once. And being done. And being able to reference back to that answer if that question. Because questions always, they're very similar. They always come up the same. Like, okay, for example, it's very well known. I'm on the dating apps and, you know, whatever else and all this kind of stuff. When you match with somebody on the dating apps, all those fucking early questions, the early conversation. What do you do for work? It's always the Mm -hmm. same. Yeah, what do you do for a living? Tell me about this. Tell me about that. And I keep joking, and I've never actually done it because you can't quite perfectly cut and paste, but... But you've got a template. I I mean, yeah, I mean, you, uh, it saves time. Pause. See, that's what I would use Evernote for. I okay. have a lot of templates. See, there you go. I have email templates that I'll use to write people back on certain things for my job. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so what you just described is what... I should want to do. Mm-hmm. Answer the question and move on with move my on life. With life. Right? Yeah. Where you take your family to dinner is, I want to be helpful, but it's ultimately. It's a very simple question. Right. Well, so I pinky it. I go, well. If you're feeling like this and you have a party how many, of eight. How, then exa- how many people are in your family? Um, do you, are you looking for an experience that's going to take three hours? I've got places for that. If you want to get in and out because you've got plans that night, there's pla- I ask 50 million questions. And five hours later, I'm still engaging with them on where to go for dinner, where to go for dinner which affects my life zero. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, you need to find a way to pare that down. That's the thing. I, right. And so that's what I'm mentally working on there's a there's a level of not giving a shit that you have to impose you can still be nice and courteous and offer up suggestions while at the same time saying hey i gave suggestions Mm -hmm. it's up to them if they want to keep it or not yes yeah and javier keeps telling me all you have to respond to the person with five places say here's my top five here's my and move on i'm working to make that be what occurs to me first because that's not what naturally occurs to me what occurs to me is there's probably some magical place and I'm going to help them find it, but I'm not going to know what that magical place is until I ask them four questions. And that's stupid. It's not stupid. It's caring too much. That's my, yes. That's, the, that's and, my and point. There, I mean, you know, some would say that that's a positive so trait. And I mean, you know, and here I, I don't want to shit on it because obviously, you know, it, you're showing that you're a caring individual, but on the flip side... It, 
there is a, a point of yes diminishing return yes. for you. Yes. You know? Yes. Like you're putting in a lot awful lot of time and effort not- into exactly. a very yes. simple question. So I'm trying to get to the point where I sort of disrupt my natural response and in order to do that I have to take life slower. See, like it all comes full circle now. Yeah. This is why I've been, since I got the promotion, now I've been like paring back on stuff because. I get it. I'm either all or nothing. Well, there was Corona Pinky. Yes. And then there's just regular Pinky. Real life Pinky. And Corona Pinky, I remember during that, you were saying like how wonderful it was. Because yes. like you just chilled. And, and like. Beca- and, that and that's when you got into cigars and everything else. I could do that because the whole world did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember back back in the day. I remember you saying you were going to try and maintain that. And mm-hmm. I knew that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just I <laughs> knew from the moment you said it, I'm like, well, we'll see how long yeah, this lasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just easier when the whole world was like that. Yeah. Right? Because nobody was texting you me know, and asking me anything. And, and, this, and it's going to sound weird, but there are days, there are days that I think back and think, boy... COVID was a good time. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, and I know that's fucked up to say, Mm because obviously I feel bad for everybody that passed away. I feel bad for people that had people that passed away. I feel bad for all the doctors and nurses and all the first responders that had to deal with it. I'm not talking about. We're not minimizing that. I'm not minimizing and I'm not talking about the actual pandemic being, you know, a good time. I'm talking about the way life took a very slow turn at that point. And I do feel as though that was really, really nice. I agree. And we've just amped it back the fuck up. <coughs> anyway, as I'm coughing. Well, and I'm, I had a conversation with someone recently who I knew before the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, we were doing um, actually cigars and drinks like in his driveway. Mm-hmm. You know, because nobody was spending time getting real close physically and stuff. So we we're like, oh, we're having, you know, yeah. two o'clock drinks in the driveway. Come and on over. And they're not doing that now, are they? No. But here's the thing. So I knew he and his wife a little bit before that. Well, then during the pandemic, we did it two or three times and like got to know him really well. It was great. Well, he says to me, I haven't really seen him much since then. And he says to me the other night at a social event, he goes, you know, you're different than I thought you were. And I was like, how does he mean that? Oh, because he met me during the time where I was not type a pinky uh-huh. running back and forth. And you know, he, his comment kind of gave me pause and I was like, what? T- tell me a little bit more about that. What does that mean? And he said, Oh, I, th- I just think now like you're too busy for people. I mean, that's a little bit of a harsh slap of reality right there. It really there. was. But and but here's the thing. I I accepted it. Yeah. I said, you really met me and we got to know each other during a really weird time. Yeah. Right? Where you could call me at 2 o'clock and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can, we can come over. Sure. We'll be over. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know if it's like if I'm wired to sustain the laid back life. That's where I'm at in life. Oh, I 100% like am. <laughs> I'm 100% <laughs> wired for a laid back life. Uh, I lead a relatively laid back life mm-hmm. already. I mean, I'm busy. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, 
it could be way more laid back for my taste. Like the idea of getting up and just getting showered and dressed, having breakfast, going outside and just spending the day just maybe reading, watching something on my iPad, having cigars, just doing absolutely nothing, you know, some interaction, but not much. <laughs> I mean, that sounds wonderful. Preferably on a nice sunny beach. Yeah. Where, like, I have a palm tree shading me and my chair, and I can just watch the world go by. See, that sounds wonderful I to desperately me. need to win the lottery, but I don't play. Well. Yeah, can't win if you don't play. Literally, their motto was designed for you. I know, right? <laughs> They're like, there are the Knicks of the world yeah. we need to reach. I know. Um, it sounds wonderful, and when I got back into the craziness, Javier, like, he always says to me, you have a choice. You do. You are choosing the crazy rat race lifestyle, and you don't have to. And when it's real personal like that, I mean, I accept that. That's true. Mm-hmm. I recognize that what I'm choosing. So I'm trying to find that balance now of, I, I realize that when I'm booking back to back, then my instinct is to just keep going, keep going. And... I have to pull back all the way, which is what I did for yep. months, right? Yep. You saw that firsthand. Saw it firsthand. I was not going out socially. I wasn't doing anything other than chasing this one thing. Um, I, I have trouble finding the moderation. It's fair. I, well, I do. I don't want it to be that way, but Javier says clearly you do or you'd make different choices. Okay. So. Well, one thing that you did not pull back from are your fun facts. <laughs> and you have a fun fact for us today, which, by the way, we're bringing back the Pinky's fun facts. So, what's your fun fact? Well, I feel like here for today. Hold on. Oh no, 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 no! no. no. no you, you just okay, pick one. okay. You just pick one. She's got. She has, <laughs> of course, in pure Pinky fashion, she has cards. I've, I've prepared. She several. has cards. Okay. Okay. I have to ask you: Do I? I mean, I've got some answers. That no, you, you just, you I just read it. You just read, read okay. Just, just read as if it were like a fact. Okay. Fun fact. Fun fact. The human mouth is a saliva factory. Yeah. And it produces 115 gallons of spit per person each year. Okay. I could believe that. Fun fact. There's a lot of tobaccos that make your mouth more saliva-y. I believe that. There's different kinds. Uh, so different types of tobacco will either dry out your mouth or make your mouth produce more saliva. Do you know what it is about the? Is I it don't, like how, how dry the tobacco leaves Some, were? I'm going to have to have somebody on the show one day explain it to me. I'm sure there's a manufacturer out there that knows the See, answer See, here's my initial response. I'm going to Google that, and I'm going to study it, and then oh. I'll be the person you have back. <laughs> no. No, Pinky. No. 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 Stop. I'm telling you. I'm going to find somebody. That knows off the top of their head, and then we'll go from there. And It'll I'm thinking fine. that sounds like a lot you of work where I could just research it. <laughs> nah, I just got to ask people when they're on. It's not that big of a deal. Don't research it. See don't, what, no. Don't research it. I'm I will just find pointing out that answer. out based on our conversation. That's my initial response. 115 gallons, huh? That's disgusting. It's a lot of spit. That's disgusting. It's a lot of spit. Ugh. There you I go. I don't know. <laughs> I have all sorts of dirty jokes running through my head that I'm just going to go ahead and let go. So, okay. So, to wrap up the episode here, we have a super fight. So, this is a segment that I started um, 
little bit back, been a little sporadic, but I like it. I'm going to start trying to do it more frequently. So the concept of this is you have two things. Sometimes it's an animal, sometimes it's a person, sometimes a specific person. And they have attributes that are randomly assigned. Okay. okay. So you have two random people with two random attributes per person. And I'm going to read those off, and you and I have to debate who wins in a fight between Let's these go. two. So. This is up my alley. The first or her fighter. The first fighter is a child beauty, po- beauty pageant queen. Okay. Okay. So it's a child beauty pageant queen. I'm thinking honey boo boo. Okay. Honey boo boo. <laughs> who has cat-like reflexes mm-hmm. and laser eyes. So, cat-like reflexes and laser eyes. Okay. So jump around all over the fucking place, just super quick. Setting can, things on fire. And zapping you with laser eyes. Versus Gandhi wearing a jetpack <laughs> armed with a tranquilizer gun. So, you have Gandhi flying around with a trank gun trying to get a bead on this beauty pageant queen who has cat-like reflexes and laser eyes. Gandhi wins. Why does Gandhi win? Because of Gandhi's, um, like, just how he is. I think he mentally would, like, he'd have, he wouldn't have a quick trigger. He would, like, calculate. He's three steps ahead of Honey Boo Boo. Okay. He knows when to fire, when not to fire. He's already anticipated her next three moves. That's what I think. But the cat, right, like, cat-like reflexes, oh, man. I mean, geez, you I know, that, that dart coming out, she could quickly dart away and, like, go a different way and zap him. But I think Gandhi's... He's got to have some pretty quick reflexes himself with that jetpack. He has mental reflexes. But see, the beauty of the, G- of the jetpack is he has, like, the ability to be on the ground, but then also go up and around and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, multiple dimensions. Yeah. She's stuck on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think Gandhi. Still going with Gandhi. Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> The laser eyes, I feel, are a very definite threat to Gandhi. Because, like, she could zap the jetpack. She could zap him. Mm. You know? She just needs one good shot to take him out. Yeah. He needs to get the ta- uh, the trank dart in her. And then from there, he's got to wait it out long enough for that tranquilizer to get in the system for her to go down. So that's that's the thing, you know? She doesn't go down right away when she gets hit with the dart. It could be quick. Unless he hits her tiara. Yeah, but she's not going to go down from that. <laughs> she's just going to get pissed and zap him at that point. But with her cat-like reflexes, he might never actually hit her, even if he's trying to be three steps ahead. <laughs> That's my point. Man, why couldn't Gandhi have cat-like reflexes? Because he's got a jetpack. <laughs> cat-like reflexes with a jetpack. I mean, that's just not. I that's mean, not even a fight. No. Mm. So. Man. Yeah. That's I. A good question. <sighs> I don't know. I think it's a hard battle. I think if you were to, I, you know, to quote Noah from the last episode, I think if you were to run this fight ten times, I think it's going to be an even split mm-hmm. the majority of the time. But if you're only doing it once, I'm probably going to give it to the beauty pageant queen. I think the laser eyes and the reflexes are a bit of a, a good combination there. I think the jetpack, you know. With the trank gun. It's the too, trank many, gun. too many opportunities for that to go wrong. Well, and like, is it like like a good jetpack like you know um like a rocketeer type jetpack where he's like flying around real fast and whatnot or are we talking like the bullshit jetpacks that we see in you know reality you just nuked yourself huh? all over my foot um 
or is it like these bullshit jetpacks where we see where they're like twice the size of the person that's on them and they're like hovering maybe 10 feet off the ground if that off the ground Mm -hmm. you know if we're talking that then easy peasy you know so I think the type of jetpack also comes into play but now I'm overthinking it so (laughs) I think I'm sticking with the beauty pageant queen I I don't know I I think Gandhi would have the edge okay okay because I think you're thinking too much like the physicalness of it like she's just got to be you know, fast and quick in this. Yeah, she's darting all over the place. And I think that uh, Gandhi's mental ability will win. You don't have a cat. I, I do not like cats. See? So that's the thing. Have you ever played with a cat? Like when it's like darting around all over the place? I had a cat right after college. Okay. So yeah. So you, you're aware that yeah, when they're, they're, when they're, they're agile. Like, they're agile. They're, they're agile. darting all over the place, jumping off shit. Yeah. You know, whatnot. So I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going with the beauty queen. I'm going to go with Gandhi. All right. Well, that was super fight. <laughs> um, That's a good point, though, that Noah had in terms of what's the length of it? One one time versus are they going five rounds? Yeah. I mean, if they're going five rounds, I mean, I think if they're going five rounds, I think Gandhi. the beauty pageant queen definitely wins it. <laughs> Stop. No, oh, I'm telling you. The agile and the laser eyes. All, just she, leaving. all she's got to do is look at you. This is this is a metaphor for you and me in life. All she has to do is look at you. You're just like, whatever happens on the fly, <laughs> just go with the flow. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, he can plan his way to victory. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how he plans his way to victory in the heat of battle. I mean. Be brutal. What, mentally I mean, brutal. Th- what, what do they always say? Like battle plans are, are you know. Uh, they ne- they always fall apart with the first shot or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. I don't remember the exact <laughs> quote, but basically it's like, you know, the best laid plan. You oh, know. yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So I'm just saying. Well, eh. you you made a good case. I'll give you okay, that. Okay, I'm, I'm sta- sticking with the beauty pageant okay. queen. <laughs> so why don't we hear about my monthly cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. Hey, she's here! My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes (laughs) in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! I need to get with Gervais to get a new script so we can do that again. That's an old P-U-L-P-I-T. Ad. Exactly. Do you know how odd it is to sit here and listen to that? And I'm like, that's... <laughs> mm. That's a couple years old. That's, it is. And, uh, yeah. So. Mm. No. And, and, that's and a z- treat. We haven't even even talked about the fucking good coffee. I mean, that's the thing. I got to get a new script so we can include the fucking good coffee For in there. For sure. You know? Um, and I know Gervais has uh, got the uh, caption contest up in the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group, um, he's going to be uh, getting me, I think we're naming the uh, uh, winners of that here shortly. So um, I don't know if we're naming them on here or if we're naming them in the group, but one way or the other, we're going to be naming the, the winners here soon. So if you uh, haven't taken part in the uh, Parishioners group caption contest, there's a nice screenshot of me talking with the host from Man vs. Food and it looks like he's trying to take my pizza, and everybody's having a lot of fun with that picture, let me tell you. So um, you can get in on that fun there. 
And uh, while we're talking about the socials, I am available at The Cigar Pulpit on Instagram. We have The Cigar Pulpit Prisoners Group on Facebook, Twitter, where I don't really do much of anything at all, YouTube, where you can watch this. And I do need your calls for Ask the Boys. Uh, That's uh, the last episode of the month that comes up then. And so that number is area code 863-874-0000. Have you not taken to Twitter more now that Musk is... No. Free for all in it? No. Although, at some point, I'm going to dive in and really try it more um, because I'm convinced that before it's all said and done, Twitter's going to be the last refuge of the damned for those of us in the cigar industry that are wanting Mm. to uh, use social media. Yeah. Because in terms of a larger platform. um, The other ones are... uh, Facebook and Instagram, I feel like at some point or another, they're going to be like... The evils of tobacco, and they're going to ban us. Mm-hmm. They've already shadow banned a lot of yeah. people and whatnot. And then YouTube for yeah, a while. Yeah, they like having the moral high ground. It, yeah, I know, me. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then YouTube, for a while, they were um, uh, throwing strikes and taking down uh, cigar reviewers and whatnot on there. So I haven't really heard too much about that lately. But for a hot minute, that was like a big deal so well i wonder so youtube reversed recently their stance on the um they used to remove videos that questioned the legitimacy of the 2020 election Mm -hmm. and just in the last week they've reversed their position on that and they will stop stop taking down and see and therein lies the thing is that so (sighs) this is we're getting in the weeds of a complicated argument but you know, you have to ask yourself, what are these platforms? Are they um, a private enterprise or are they like a um, like a utility, for example? Mm. And if they're a free-for-all utility, then I don't see how they have the ability to edit or um, censor, censor anybody yes. on their platforms, which is what they want. They want to be considered a utility. Because they don't want the ability to be sued yes. for the stuff they that's on the their platform. They want the protection, but they don't want the freedom. Precisely. Mm-hmm. But the problem becomes when they start censoring and trying to claim, you know, um, uh, uh, the ability to censor and 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 um, monitor the the stuff that's put on their their platform. At that point, much like I am with a newspaper, I become, you know, I'm liable. If somebody writes a letter to the editor and it's full of a bunch of slanderous stuff about somebody and I publish that, it's called like de facto libel. And the person can then sue me for printing that letter. And Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all the rest of them right now, they're covered yes. under, I think it's what it's section 230 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And they don't, they, they have the protection to not be sued for that stuff. But I contend that if they're censoring and they're taking stuff down, at that point, I feel like they lose that. Yes. And they should be vi- liable for what is put out on their platforms. So if you've got a kid and that kid is getting bullied by a bunch of people, and let's say that kid, you know, unfortunately maybe commits suicide or something because of all the bullying they're dealing with, I contend Facebook or whatever platform it was that they were getting bullied on is liable because they didn't take, they didn't address this stuff when it was taking place and you know yeah the family would be able to sue them and you know right now that's not the case i have 
I just have or, the issue. Or, or they don't censor anything, and it just it is what it is. It's a wild west. Right. But anyway, I'm sorry. I well, I was going to say that the, I mean, it's not new thought, school thought, but, you know, the more that gets censored, somebody is <coughs> determining then <coughs> what the ultimate truth is. Yes. And that's what I have an issue with. Oh, you don't trust the Facebook fact checkers? No. <laughs> no. I know. Here's the thing. I mean, my background is healthcare. Yeah. And there would be two physicians who I would respect immensely that had very, very different approaches to health and wellness and fixing somebody's issue. And in many cases, neither of, I don't think either of them could stand on the side of mine is the right path. It's like, what is a path Yeah, for someone to take? Well, now we're getting into a whole big, broad subject, but it kind of goes back to that uh, uh, whole thing of, uh, pardon me, I need a drink, uh, follow the science. Yeah. And everybody's all like, you know, follow the science as if like the science is, is airtight and ironclad. And the thing is, the whole thing about science is that it evolves meant to be and changes. It's yes. meant to be questioned and it's meant to be, a you know... Um, Fluid. Yes. Right, right. I mean, because if we were following the science, we would all be convinced that the Earth was the center of the universe and was flat. Mm -hmm. And thanks to science and, and, and questioning what we knew, now we know, A, we're not the center of the universe, mm -hmm. and B, we're not flat, despite what some people may want to say. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So that's, and it's challenging. I mean, if you're a parent or a guardian and you're raising youngins youngins i want my family to exist in a world where they have to be challenged yeah i don't want my son growing up believing that there is this ultimate thing on every issue and when you exist in a society that the last couple of years has said like there is a right thing i mean i do think there are, there are very few ultimate truths but I want him to grow up questioning everything because that's how we make critical thinkers. Well, and this goes back to one of my big things is media literacy. You know, when folks, we don't have enough media literacy in <coughs> at least the country. I don't know how it is in other parts of the world, but <coughs> at least here in the United States, you know, you have folks that they only watch CNN. They only watch Fox. They only watch MSNBC. They only read one if they read any newspapers, they read like one thing. Right. And that's it. And they just blindly believe what that one news source yes. says. And the thing is, you have to uh, do your due diligence. You have to look around. You have to try and, and read other things, including things that have opposing yes. viewpoints so that you can try and find the, the yes. truth in the middle. And the thing is, what everybody forgets, they all think about, oh, the socials. It's social media. It goes back to media, media. literacy mm -hmm. in that when somebody posts a link to um, any one of these sites, then they have to question what the legitimacy of it. For example, I'll, I'll give this out as an example, and I don't necessarily want to get into the finer points of this subject, but it's a good example. I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, and somebody that I follow on there had posted a link to or a, a screenshot. And they were celebrating it, acting like it was a big deal. Um, uh, it was a screenshot of a New York Post article. And the headline of it essentially said that a report 
said that tolerance of the LGBT community was down in teenagers. And I'm thinking, well, that seems kind of odd. I'm interested in reading this article because, you know, this the, that that. It doesn't jive with what you would believe to be true. Precisely. They This generation seems so much I, more. So I mm-hmm. wanted to see what this report actually was. Who put out this report, you yeah. know, and that sort of thing. So I go to Google and I type in New York Post, um, uh, LGBT teenager tolerance or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what I Googled. But the bottom line is I found the article. Now, mind you, I saw this post two days ago, Okay. This article was from 2018. Oh. I think it was 2018. 2018 or 2019. Man. And they were comparing 2017 and 2018 numbers. I, it might have been 2019, and they were comparing 2018, 2017 numbers. Bottom line, this article is years old. Mm-hmm. Years old. And so much has taken place since then that you have to question, like, you know, okay, what is that current, like, polling yeah. number at? You know, and that sort of thing. And then you and and trust me, as somebody who's worked in politics before, never trust the poll because you can make numbers say whatever the fuck you want them to say. Be you know with with uh, how you ask the questions and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So I never ever trust polls. But the bottom line is, this person was sharing this two days ago in 2023, as if trying to promote their viewpoint that you know young people are um, against the LGBT community. When in reality, I can't say that that's the truth because I don't have current data, but I can tell you that the article they're citing is at minimum four years old. Yeah. So, you know, you got to do the research. You got to look into stuff. You do, but that's not... (laughs) That's not what people do. That's not what people do. I know. And I really think with (laughs) the the quick advent, now that AI has taken off more than it ever has, it'll be very, very difficult um, to raise people that are even interested in asking questions. That's what I always encourage my kid to do. I mean, just I, f- I find it painful to find out that young people are getting their news from TikTok. I, I mean, that, that disturbs me on a lot of different levels, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, something I feel like I'm, I have a lot of faults and things I don't do well in life. Something I feel like I'm, I'm good at is... Uh, my kid will say something that seems very black and white to him. He'll make a very definitive statement. And I have, even if I believe with, believe the statement he said, I will challenge him and say, well, what, what leads you to believe that? What da da da? And it get, it's at the point now where he'll look at me and he'll go, I know mom, there's nuance. <laughs> hey, you I'm know, like, that's it's good to know that he knows <laughs> There's nuance. Man, I am coughing up a storm on this I'm thing. like, I know that that's annoying to you, kid, but I'm telling you, like, yeah. That. And you'll either come out of a discussion like that more convinced of your position because you've been challenged and you've had to Precisely. rely on something other than your emotions or your one anecdotal situation that led you to believe that. Um, or your mind will be a little more open to, okay, so maybe that was my experience, but... Yeah. You know, well, mom had something different. It's possible. But this is also coming from the kid who like didn't know that soccer balls existed when I was a kid. He's like, "Mom, <laughs> what, what did you guys do when you didn't have soccer oh, balls?" And no- I was like, <coughs> "Nothing." What? Nothing makes me feel older <laughs> than watching like these videos. I, I, 
I don't have TikTok, but I do watch the reels on Instagram, which basically are TikTok videos, but like two, two or weeks three old. weeks old. <laughs> and so, um, but I, I see these ones where, you know, the teacher is maybe teaching or telling the class, like, or testing the class, like, what is a floppy disk? What is blah, blah, blah? And it's like, oh, God, it's just painful. Yeah. Like seeing these kids that don't know all this stuff that you and I grew up with. You know, I like, always like rotary wondered, phones and things of that nature. I always wondered, growing up, what would be our... I had to walk to school uphill both ways and back in the snow. Yeah, I didn't I, know it would I be I grew the, up wondering what that would be. Yeah, it's the, everything. It's the <laughs> dial tone that and, and the like noise from when you're connecting to the fucking internet. It's not one thing. Yeah, no. It's a lot it's of things. everything. Yeah. <laughs> mine was, uh, if, if we're bringing that up, mine would probably be my math teachers telling me, you need to know this because you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. Right. Now I have a fucking supercomputer, which has more power than what they use to go to the moon. Yes. You know? Yes. (laughs) And it's like, nope, I don't have a calculator. I have a calculator and a whole bunch of other shit in my pocket. Dictionary, got the encyclopedia. I got a soundboard. (laughs) Hell, I got games. I got all kinds of shit now, so. Do you play games on your phone? Uh, I've got a little bubble popping game, and then I've got a word game that I play. Keeps my brain sharp. I have zero games. Yeah. I feel like if people met me in real life, they'll be like, man, she's just a real dud. <laughs> she is a dud. She doesn't watch pop culture stuff. She doesn't watch movies. Uh, you know. Doesn't have games on her phone. You're busy. <laughs> you got shit going on. I mean, there's going to come a day that, you know, suddenly your life gets much less busy and you're going to say, okay, what now? Right. And you have all that to catch up on. There, see? I like that perspective. Right? 80-year-old Pinky sitting in the retirement home like dude i could watch breaking bad i got (laughs) i mean which i've never seen it's okay (laughs) it's all right um i'm that way with books i go to the bookstore all the time and i'll see something i'll be like oh man this looks great and i'll buy it and i have a stack of fucking books at home that like i have every intention of reading for sure someday yeah you know but i just don't and uh i figure one day when i'm old I'll have lots of time. Lots of time. Or they'll just, you know, be in a box somewhere and I'll die and they'll just get donated to Goodwill and that'll be that. We'll burn them and put them in your ash pile with... I'm not a proponent (laughs) of burning books. I am not a... I see what you're doing, but like, I'm not a proponent of burning books. And you're a physical book person, right? Oh, yeah. You need to buy it. You need to have it. You know why I can't do it on a tablet? It's pure and simple. If I do, if I'm reading on my iPad, because I don't have a Kindle or anything like that, I'm reading on my iPad. What'll happen? I'll be reading, and I'll get an alert, and a little it'll just come from the bo- from the top, and then I'll have to go and check Facebook oh. to see what that was, oh. or I'll go to check Instagram to see what that was, or it'll be a text message, and I'll stop to reply to that message, and it just immediately takes me out of the reading experience. Mm-hmm. It just I can't do it. Do you think part of that too is that you're in the physical newspaper industry? Um, no, well, maybe, I don't know. Personally, the business side of me would love to get rid of the print because the profit margin on the digital is just so much greater than the, uh, the prints. Um, on the flip side of that, I just, I think I'm just, some people are just old school and I think they just need Mm -hmm. that, that print. And, uh, you know, I've got readers that they tell me that they they like the fact that it's still off the print because even though they get the paper in the mail on Thursday, they maybe don't pick it up until Sunday when they're sitting out on their patio having a cup of coffee in the morning or something like yeah, that. It's part of their routine. And I also have readers that get the digital who want to switch back to the print. Oh, not me. 
That's not you. Not me. Because they say, oh, I get the email, and then I get 80 other emails, and it gets buried, and I never mm. get to it. And I never, I never read it. Like, I have this subscription that I never use. So, and I can see both those things. And I'm the person who, if the paper isn't uploaded until 6.02 in the morning. You're fucking texting I'm me like, and being like, where's the paper where's the at? Where's the paper? Yeah. I don't know. Wednesday mornings, I got to check the paper. Mm-hmm. Online. Mm-hmm. No, there's some of you. There are. Oh, there's more than just me? Oh, nobody that texts me directly <laughs> to say, hey, the paper's not uploaded. <laughs> Where is it? You know? But, yeah. That's how so. I keep up with what's going on in uh, the area. I get it. Your I paper. appreciate that. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it different strokes for different folks. It's one of those things. Everybody just has their things that they do differently. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm a physical media guy. Like, um, I'm th- I okay, so I'm still that guy that goes out and buys Blu-rays or DVDs. What? Yep. You know why? Because nothing sucks more than when you absolutely want to watch a certain thing and it's not available on any streaming apps because it's, like, been... It was there, but then it's been taken down or, you know, it, it was... But that implies that you really do go back and watch things... There are movies that like Multiple I enjoy, times. yeah, and and sometimes there are movies that you know you're talking to a friend, and you're like, oh my gosh, I really want to watch Jojo Rabbit, and you know you go and search Jojo Rabbit, what streaming app is it on, and then you find out it's only available on Amazon, and you have to to pay for it, you got to rent it or something like that. Whereas I know I liked it, I bought it for like five bucks on a Black Friday sale. I have it, so screw you, Amazon. I'm not going to pay you for the <laughs> privilege of renting your movie for four dollars. I'm going to just pop the DVD in and watch it. You know that kind of thing. What are DVDs going for these days? Uh, depends. If you're buying new, eh, fifteen to twenty, depending on what it is. But if you're buy, but see, I I rarely do. I I I stock up big on Black Friday. Oh. Because they are dirt, dirt cheap on Black Friday. So I'll buy like a year's worth of releases oh. on Black Friday. And, you know, I just have a ton on Black Friday. And that's 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 how I stock up. That gives me anxiety. Because now you got a storm somewhere. See? Okay. Now let's talk about that. I take them out of the case and I have CD books in my house <laughs> on my, on my uh, shelf. And so I just take the disc out. I put it in a little CD book. I have thousands of movies stored in the CD in like three CD books. Wow. Yep. It works out right. really well. You know the other reason why it's nice? Because when you have nothing but streaming, because I have nothing, I've cut the cord, I have nothing but streaming. Same. When your internet goes out in your house and you've got a seven-year-old who really wants to watch mm. his cartoons mm-hmm. and you can't, you're really thankful that you have a DVD. Trust me. <laughs> so you, you plan for the, the unlikely. I don't Possible, know about but unlikely. You don't live in Freeburg. Trust me. My internet will blink in and oh, out really? here. Yeah. Internet and power. My power, everyone. I mean, I'll go home right now. I'll bet you that my microwave will be flashing zero what? at this point. I don't know why. It's, it, it happens periodically. Not every day, but periodically. Wow. And, uh, yeah. There Our- was one morning I woke up. The power was out. It was out for two hours. Wow. Nobody knows why. But, yeah. We are Strange so stable with our power that uh, at Christmas time we were visiting my in-laws and the power went out there for maybe 20 minutes. <coughs> and my son, who's like, he's the anti-me, he's very laid back. You know, whatever happens, happens. Uh-huh. I don't care. Um, he was super anxious. He was like, what's happening now? What is, yeah. how do we? Because like, he's never dealt with that. I'm like, honey, calm down. Yeah, we never lose power. Yeah. Well, 
That was always the, I mean, I remember growing up. I mean, I love thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was always when I knew, like, we were having a good one is when the power, power would go I- out. <laughs> it's like, ooh, get out the flashlights, you know, that sort of thing. I love yeah. that. You Not know? my kid. It was, uh... <laughs> I mean, this is a rabbit trail, but the power went out. Uh, my in-laws <coughs> had, had a very, very sick cat. Oh, no. That <laughs> walked with a limp. Uh, I mean, the cat died like a week later, so that's oh. how close to oh. end of life. Uh, but their sad. their dog wasn't doing well Sounds either. Sounds like a pinky fun fact right there. Right. <laughs> the second the power went out, I feel like my in-laws be, like, went into Noah's Ark mode. Like, what are we going to do with the, what are we going to do with the animals? How are we going to get them out? And they were making phone calls on their cell phone trying to figure out how they could get in. I'm like, you guys, the power's been out. You know, me, like, calm down. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not usually the calm person. I'm like... Take a chill pill. Like, it, they'll be fine. I mean, if they were on, like, a di- dialysis machine, I could see right. that being an issue, but, I'm you like, know. I'm the power has been out for five minutes. Can yeah. we just take a breath? <laughs> I mean, we uh, went from zero to Noah's Ark in two minutes. Okay. Okay. So. Well, yeah. So, no. I'm a physical media guy for yeah. all those purposes. So. Not me. Like I said, there'll be a day I'll be out on a beach with my book. And I'll be happy. And your DVDs. And my, well, not on the beach, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I'll have my movies. It'll be fine. Are you really a beach guy? Um, I don't think I've ever known you to I go to the beach. I am not in terms of getting into the water, because there are things in there that want to eat me and kill me. Hmm. Uh, I'm a pool guy through and through. I'm not into lakes and rivers and oceans and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, to sit and chill, and again... It's got to be strategic. I need like palm trees with shade, hmm. you know, because. But when was the last time? I burn very easily. You when know? was the last time you were at? Clearwater Beach 2021 for Super Happy Fun Beach Day with Jeff when we went down to Ybor oh. City. So you guys went to the beach? Yeah. I don't think I Both times that we went to Ybor City, we took a super happy fun beach day and went over to Clearwater. And that was before I realized that Clearwater was like a Scientology hub. <laughs> now, if I go back there, I'm going to have to be looking everywhere to see all the Scientology shit. Yeah. Because I had no idea. That was before I went out with the Scientologist gal and learned all that. You need to write a book about stuff like that. You have some of the funniest stories. I've about... told the Scientology story on here before. That's one of many, though. Yeah. Of there's, there's your f- dating Yeah, the, experience. the dating experience. Oh, God. <laughs> Most of them have been fairly tame. I mean, you know, there's been some that were... Maybe I hear that crackling again. I don't know what that. I don't know if that's. I think it's this cord for my phone. I think. I don't know. But I'm hearing that again. But anyway, yeah, no, I. Uh, I don't know. Most of them have been very simple one and dones. It's like I don't you just kind of don't. You can tell it's just not going to jive, and you just kind of move on with life. But there's been a few that have been kind of wacky. I don't remember. Hearing it, did you tell the story about the friends? That did you I tell the story about the friends? <laughs> that was. I don't know if I did or not. Hilarious. I don't know if I did. I'm or not, not saying we have to get into it today, but maybe put a pin in that. Yeah, I. That people need to hear that story. I th- I feel like I did, but I don't know if I did or not. Yeah, the two friends that both matched with me, and then I found out like later that they were... within a day or two of each other? Oh, within six hours. So, oh, man. They both matched with me within six hours, 
And then I went out with one on a Friday and one on a Saturday. Not realizing not that realizing. They, were, they were friends. And by Saturday night, through conversation, I realized that the they... The puzzle pieces started coming together. I was about 99.9% sure that they were best friends, but I confirmed it on Sunday morning, and that's when like everybody's lives blew up for a hot minute. And uh, I mean, I was out of it by that point. But You're like, I'm just trying to live my best now, life here. You know what's super funny, though? You know what is super funny? So the one that I went out with on Saturday, the one that was single, not the one that was technically still married, uh-huh. um, the one that I went out with on Saturday, I saw her on another app, another dating site, and one of her pictures that she had on that was her with her friend. <laughs> she learned her lesson. She She's learned like, her lesson. I'm going to put this she out She realized, there. holy shit, my friend's out there trolling for men too i better put this out there so that i don't end up in that situation again but i don't remember at the time at the time no did she know her friend was the no that's the funny not yeah. funny that, 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 that the was interesting the, part yeah she didn't know her she, friend and no she didn't realize that her friend was out there on the dating apps because she thought her friend was um happily married happily married oh. and then got mad at me Saying, why didn't you tell me that you went out with my my friend the night before? And I said, because you didn't know that she, she was, was like yeah. getting a divorce. And like, to be honest, that's not my place to be telling you that kind of big news about your best friend. And oh, yeah, by the way, um, you know, how was I supposed to know that they're actually getting a divorce? Because I'm being told one. And to be honest, right. I didn't even know that. I thought she had already like she was single. So. Right. I've actually developed deal breaker questions that I ask very early on with somebody. Where do you keep the in your notes? My notes. See, Evernote. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you don't need it if you've got the notes, but But that's... um no, I keep the the questions listed there mm-hmm. so that What are some other deal breaker questions? Are you a Scientologist? <laughs> I swear to God. Well, that one's a good, funny, icebreaker kind of oh, question, okay. you know, because, I mean, people are like, what? And then it leads to the oh, story, okay. oh, and okay. it's amusing. And I like trading bad date stories with people because there's some really fucked up dates people have been on yeah. and whatnot. Um, that's one. Uh, are you looking to have any more kids? That's one yeah. because I'm not. Right, so, right. you know, I don't want to enter a situation where somebody has an expectation about something that – you know, isn't going to happen. Um, what else? Heavy alcohol or drug user? Mm-hmm. Um, because I've dealt with, uh, well, there was a one and done date with an alcohol, somebody who I would qualify as a heavy alcohol user. And then there was somebody who very early on, and this is before I really started getting super, I'm very picky now. Very, very picky. I can see why. <laughs> and But very early on, she had told me on the first date that, she was, as they call it, 420 friendly. Mm, okay. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, you took whatever. You that to mean like socially. Yeah, you do you, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of thing. Like yeah. every once in a while to calm down, you know, that sort of thing, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I didn't realize that that would be the last time I saw her sober. Mm. And that every other time since then I would see her high. And then it really kind of culminated when it was a Sunday. I knew she had her daughter. She had an 11 and an 8-year-old. And I had texted her. I was like, so what are you up to today? And she goes, oh, I'm sitting here. I'm about to watch a movie and get high. And I'm like, wait a minute. Don't you have your daughters? And she goes, yeah, they're cleaning the house. Mm. And I was like, ah, this isn't going to work. Not your cup of tea. This is, yeah. this is not going to work. So, yep, that's where that question came from. So at from. what point in the process? I mean, this is coming from someone that, I mean, I've 
been with Javier like 27 years. Yeah. Uh, at what point in the process do you, or is this pretty early you drop these deal breaker questions? Oh yeah. Now the, de- the deal breaker questions come within the first two days of texting. Okay. Like before we even meet up, I, I touch on them. Do people send you deal breaker questions? Yeah. Are they pretty much the same? Um, They're not nearly as detailed. I feel like <laughs> a lot of people generally, for women, it seems like the big deal is, are you fully single? Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, there's a lot of shitbag guys out there that are out, you know, looking to mm-hmm. cheat on their wives and they're putting forward or, you know, telling gr- one girlfriends story telling mm-hmm. one story. And in reality, they're, oh, you know, out that. playing the field. Um, <laughs> What other deal breaker questions have I gotten? Um, God, that popping and crackling is pissing me off. I don't know what that is. Um, anyway, that's one. Um, I would. Eh, I, what about like a fun one that you and like you were like, oh, that's that piqued your interest. I really don't get a lot of those. Really? Yeah, I really don't. Hmm. It feels like, I don't know. I think I, a lot of guys I think are really really shitty, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of women are getting hit with those guys, and so. When they offer up deal breaker conversations, it tends to be much more serious than mine. Yeah. Mine are more um, situational. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, except the Scientology one. That's a big deal breaker for me. So You're like, I'm serious. Yeah. No, I am. Because, like, I don't want to deal with uh, a cult. Well, it's raining now. Yeah, I was say I don't know that, if that, that wasn't your. Crackling. I don't think that's the crackling. I think that's rain. That is not. Maybe that's the, our uh, cue to the thing. So wrap her up. There we go. So guys, um, we hit the socials. We hit the MMC. We hit all the other stuff. Um, Pinky, final thoughts on your cigar. It was great. That on the Pinky scale, I'd smoke that again tomorrow. It's the Rocky that, Patel Java Red. That's been my experience though with all the Javas. Yeah. I can't remember one that I would not smoke again there you go they're very good i really enjoyed my ep Carrillo pledge super good cigar and uh uh i i can see why it won cigar of the year it was a quality cigar i i, I enjoyed it a lot a lot of good flavor notes to it definitely a uh stronger um i'd go full body cigar on that i'd, I'd say it was a full body cigar and uh smoked wonderfully i mean i didn't have any sort of burn issues whatsoever construction was great i i have nothing Nothing negative to say whatsoever, and I really do want to get my hands on one of those, uh, uh, the new ones, the Allegiance. And then he's got the Pledge of Allegiance coming out in July, um, but uh, I think that's a limited deal. So I don't know. I don't know how likely I am to get that. But anyway, that was that. Well, Pinky, thank you so much for taking time out. Hey, I really thanks appreciate for it. Me back. Thanks. Thanks for welcoming me back. Exactly. You're Even always after I left welcome back. So. <laughs> Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm your girl, Pinky. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Rain really helped a lot. It got a lot cooler. And it got a real cool. Breeze Feels coming good. through. It feels yeah. really nice. But uh, yeah, I guess we're coming into the dog days of summer, though. So sure am. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you. <laughs>